invade you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. This is fade you. This is the Fade You Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Fade You Sports. And if you aren't subscribed to our podcast by now, you are a big fat meanie. My name is Matthew James. I have Kmart and Chris Duke with me. Welcome to the show. A fine hello to all the dads out there and the moms. Hope everyone's having a good day whenever you listen to this. This is episode 52, June 7th, 2021. Okay, Mart, I haven't talked to you in a while. How are you doing? Detoxing after a Friday, Saturday, Sunday of a lot of fun. We love fun. Oh, yeah. Just drinking a lot like of red that. wine. I was channeling my inner dookie. <laughs> Cabernet or oh, I love cabs, man. I love cabs. That's my oh, yeah. favorite. Chris Duke, it sounds like you have us on the clock. You got somewhere to be. Is that right? Yeah, you know, as old men, you know, we have very little things to look forward to other than gambling and uh, softball games on on weeknights. So I got a softball game. There's a new Mexican joint down here in SoCal Temecula, Mexican cafe. They've got stiff margs. I got to go get uh, a little tequila in me before I go swing the bat, you know? Sounds safe. <laughs> I mean, are you are you good? Like... What's your average? Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty good. I mean, this team, they had me show up. I sold a guy a car, you know, back when I worked with Den, and uh, he mentioned softball. And then uh, he, he said, hey, we need an extra guy tonight. So I played. And then next thing you know, I was playing with them a couple nights, and then they invited me back to play with them the next year. And now it's like an unusual thing. So I must have must have been decent, you know. What did they have you hit in ninth? Yeah, they were at the beginning, obviously, like, <laughs> hey, the new guy, you know, the new guy's got to hit last. But then they slowly moved me up to like eight, seven, six, five, you know. That's my dad. All right. Yeah, yeah man, oh. we got a den. We got a couple den bets. We're fading, so, you know, we're firing up. Den's back. He's betting. It's it's nice to see. So he had a good week. Hopefully he's got – he texted me this morning. I'm, uh, I was positive last week, and then he immediately fires the overs. I was like, yeah, uh, you still owe me a shitload, but okay, nice week, buddy. <laughs> He's been chipping away, and we tell people this. Dennis is going to have decent weeks. If, if Dennis never had good weeks, he would not be betting anymore. So you just got to kind of live with the fact that some win, but more of them lose. And we preach long-term all the time. We'll talk about this with our – that competition here in a few minutes yeah. you just got to live with the results and, and understand that long term you're going to be profitable so don't get mad at us if dennis goes two and oh on one day that's you you know what you're getting into if you're going to fade a guy for long-term profit so but it is good to have den back i mean chris <laughs> you say he fired the overs i mean what else would he fire on right i thought he was gonna when i saw nets i was like oh is he taking the nets um, but of course it had the over in front of it. So uh, he, he saw, I don't know. He, I don't know if he's doing the regression game because the game did land under game one. And uh, so maybe he goes, you know what, it's going to bounce back and fire the over. So we'll see. It's a little slow coming out the gates The nets have a 10 point lead as we're doing this pod. Um, but uh, so only 40 points in uh, three minutes left. So he needs, 
he needs about close to 60 point quarters um, to get his his over that 230. I forget what he got. I think he got 236, 237. Sounds yeah. right. So we'll see. So, Kmart. We were gonna come on today and talk about playoff series, and playoffs. you said, "You said I know nothing." So, can you explain your your lack of sight, or what what is confusing you, or just your impressions on how these series are going? I mean, I think I was I think I was fine overall betting in the playoffs up until second round started, and now now I'm in the cold, frigid Antarctic, but. I don't know. Maybe, maybe just too much personal bias. Um, don't think the Nets are that good. I believe the Bucks are kind of built to uh, to beat them. Uh, I mean, they don't have the the big names that the Nets do. You know, Durant, Harden, Irving, but you know the talent they do have on that team. You know, is very good. Um, and they brought in God blanking his name now because I'm Tucker. a dipshit. Who? PJ Tucker? No, the the Bucks, the the guard, Drew Holiday. Oh, Holiday. This is off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, man, I mean, they got they got the skill, and I'm looking now just at their box score. It's like, okay, they're hitting the threes today, but you know, it's still early. But it's like, man, like kind of making that bet, assuming they're gonna kind of jump out. You know, they're they're in the hole here. You're expecting their energy to then try to be matched by the Nets, not the other way around. So it's early, but it's disheartening to uh, to kind of feel like, hey, maybe the uh, Bucks in this round are my Pacers from last year. I was joking about that with uh, the Knicks, but uh, at least was able to correct myself and realize I just kept that series way, way wrong. But I, I don't know. It, this one is uh, – you know, tricky, I guess. I mean, no Harden again. You you feel they should be able to split, but we'll see. Still, the first quarter and uh, a lot of game to go, like a lot of months to go with uh, big buckets and and I just <laughs> throwing shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, more on, more on that later. But yeah, no, like you said, with this game, it's it's tough to bet a side that's essentially a pick'em side. I mean, I think you guys had money line or some people might have plus one or something like that. And you're down 10 in the first quarter. It's disheartening for sure. The Nets just strike me as a team that like, we know they had issues defensively when that big three all got together or whatever. It just seems like it's going to, it's hard to come back against that team because it's just hard to get stops against them. Like when you've got a score to catch up and get stops, it just seems like a hard team to go on a 13 to three run against, I don't know. Does that sound accurate? Oh yeah. I mean, cause they, they can hit you all over the place. Um, cause I mean, it's not just tonight. It's not just Durant and Irving. I mean, they can, they can kind of hit you with their, with their role players too. Uh, you know, both teams are built. It should be a good series. I would be absolutely stunned if it's a four or five game series. Um, you know, I, I feel it should go seven, at least six. But I mean, the Bucks—they gotta—they gotta pull their heads out of their asses because um, you know they're they're in a hole early, and they got to—I uh, I truly think they got to win this game to uh, win this series. If the Nets kind of cruise through this one, I'm going to be very fascinated to see what the books do 
with the first quarter line in game three, because that's something that's a really strong situational spot for a lot of people is to take the team down O2, but back home early in game three to really feel the crowd's energy behind them to really come out strong. I mean, especially the way they started this down 10, not even 10 minutes into the game. We shall see. Chris, I want to ask you, how much do you think James Harden matters for the Nets? For the Nets, for the spread, because both teams in the dad, battle of the dads picked the Bucks, And to various degrees, you guys start, you guys were talking about Harden being gone. So how much do you think he actually matters? I mean, I didn't really uh, like it that much because of that. Um, I do agree with Kamar. I think the Bucks are really good and battle tested and they can, you know, mess with the Nets. Although I do think the Nets were playing really, really, you know, great basketball when they had all their guys, you know, Kyrie's just, he's amazing. Just his ball handling and his ability to attack the hoop and he's pulling up shots like Lillard really deep and he's hitting threes and to have him and Durant and Harden just all going. It's just, it's a tough team to beat. Like you said, they don't play D, you know, they got D'Antoni on you know, the offense. They got the, we'll beat you, you know, 130 to 125 type of thing. But um, I just think the Bucks are just, uh, I just thought that they'd, they'd mess with the line. It kind of like the line kind of stunk, you know? And uh, so I, I thought, you know, they, they, the books are kind of telling you, look, we think the Bucks are going to play tough this game. So I said, okay, I mean, I'll, I'll take what I'm going to, you know, trust the line type of thing. And uh, I'll be interested to see what they do. Like you said, when game three, I do think the Bucks, like Kyle said, I could, I wouldn't be shocked if they go to Milwaukee and, you know, if they're down Oh two and then take two at their house and tie it up to two and it ends up being, you know, back and forth battle. So we'll see how, how this plays out. Sorry about the dog, the dog, everyone, uh, you know, we love our barking dogs, but not in that case. Not when we're trying to pod, dads. Not in that case. Uh, speaking of barking dogs, I mean, I just never know what to do with round two of the NBA playoffs. Kyle, I know your team, you and Neil, are on the Suns tonight. Is that a series where you see Denver having a chance? Is this going to be, you know, the Suns got by the Lakers. They're not going to suffer any kind of letdown. They're going to look like the two seed in the West. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I, I think I was saying it, you know, I don't know, a week ago when the Lakers were up two games to one, um, you know, how before the AD injury, how I was saying, you know, if quote unquote, because it's not like they were healthy, but if they could stay healthy, it was a shitty draw for the Suns. So this is probably the best I've ever taken a Lakers playoff loss but that's because I hate LeBron that much to me. I, I just don't care. It's, it is what it is. And I mean, I like the Suns. my, my wife, you know, she, she likes the Suns. She's not a basketball fan, but it's, I don't know. It's cool. Like they haven't been good for ever. And I like Chris Paul. It's not his fault. He wasn't a Laker. Um, so no, I don't, I don't see a letdown. I think Devin Booker, you know, he, he got emotional after they clinched in LA. He's a big Kobe guy. Chris Paul with that leadership, um, you know, he's, he's there with, with Aiton. We'll keep him uh, coached up. Uh, you know, some of their other younger players, but they have one of the bridge bridge brothers. Can't freaking remember. There's just way too much, but um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't see a letdown. Um, it would be a 
I think it's going to be a good series, but it'd be an amazing series if Jamal Murray was healthy. To watch him and Booker go back and forth would be so much fun. But yes, I mean, honestly, Suns could win this in five, probably six, though. Um, I think there'll be too much. And and if Denver, um, what the hell's his name? Uh, Barton, if he, if he can't get healthy, I, I just don't think they'll have enough to slow him down because they don't really have the length. And, you know, you, even, even with the Lakers length, they were able, you know, when AD wasn't there, they're still able to do things. So, no, I think, I think the Suns with the coaching and the players they have, they, they should make it a fun series, but I, I can't see them losing if, if they stay healthy. Quick thing on LeBron. Just laugh out loud. <laughs> I mean, fuck that guy. Just I'm gonna play for the Tomb Squad. Okay. Yeah, dude. Dude, that is just... dude. He sucks. He sucks. Just everything about the walking off the court. I mean, man, what? I don't know. So, what I was gonna say before I just started spewing about my dislike for him is my students the next day are complaining about LeBron. I just don't like LeBron. Why is LeBron on the Lakers? LeBron's stupid. And I just, all I could think about was how lucky we are. People our age are that we got to see Jordan. And Chris, I know you're a big Jordan guy, but you watch LeBron and all his bullshit and all his antics. Doesn't it just make you more thankful that we got to live through Jordan? Yeah. Yeah, I wish I was a little older. I wish I was like 40 and not 32 because I would have really got to see him. I really only remember his last couple of years and finishing that second three-peat. But, man, was that a great battle to see him go against, you know, Carl Malone and John Stockton, the Jazz, a tough, tough Jazz squad, and just great, you know, the flu game and just everything that that was and tough, hard fought. You know, nobody gave a shit about it. You fouled them. You got back up and play. There's no flagrants. There's no reviewing who who did what. Oh, is this a, a – should we make it a flagrant one or a flagrant two? It's like shut the fuck up and play the game. Let's go. So, yeah, it sucks. And, and Kobe, I really am thankful that we got to see the Kobe and the Shaq three-peat. And just, it's so Kobe. awesome. Like, they got to just – they got that Western Conference was so fun with the Trailblazers and the Kings and everybody was just yeah. battling it out. And then – you know, it was just fun. And uh, the East Coast, you know, in the East, you always were wondering who's going to get out of there. Was it going to be the Pacers? Was it going to be the Celtics, you know? So those were just fun years, man. And uh, it, I feel like basketball has changed. And, uh, you know, we've mentioned it a lot recently. We're like, hey, we're going to change it to baseball or hockey. Hockey's really fun. And we're, it's just, it's hard to watch when all, everybody's just, you know, all they want to do is just chuck it up from 50 feet. And then the, the refs, you know, I saw the worst foul call ever the other day. This guy got all ball. It wasn't even close. They call a foul. They give the guys, you know, two two free throws. Makes the And I think it was against, I think it was Denver and Portland. It's like, oh, my gosh, why can't you review that one and reverse your bullshit call? So, I don't know, frustrating. You mentioned Kobe. That's what I was going to ask Kyle about. Like, how conflicting is it to be a Lakers fan? And you have all this history, and now you have this idiot on your team who just I don't I, how do you deal with that, Kyle? You stay a diehard Laker fan, but you just check yourself out. Like I I last year in the playoffs was cheering for the Lakers, but only because of the Kobe death. 
uh, I just wanted it in the bullshit of COVID. I just, I just wanted it. I wanted the story. You know, I didn't, I didn't care about the naysayers with the asterisk and the shortened season and, you know, the layoff. I didn't care. I, I just wanted it for Kobe, but I mean, to Chris's point, I mean, the, the lack of defense or even just not being able to play defense, just being, not being able to be aggressive, these flops. I mean, LeBron is like the new floppy divot. It's just like, it's hard to watch. I mean, even like I, I'll pretty much t- tune into the fourth quarter. I just kind of score check these games and, I really have no interest unless it's close in the fourth quarter. Cause I mean, that's when, that's when teams actually buckle up. To like, your point about you score checking. It's like, I'll look through cause I'm watching hockey. I, I'm not even watching. I'll watch NBA. Just see what Barkley's saying at halftime. See who he's yeah. given a hard time to Anthony Davis street clothes. Jesus. Uh, I'll look through scores and I'll see a team with a hundred in the third quarter every night. And it makes me not want to watch. Because to Chris's point, it's just probably jacking up threes. And to your point, it's flopping and stupid fouls. And I just I just don't think it's very good. Yeah. Discouraging. Well, winning now. Yeah. There you go. We'll have it. We'll have the nets with a hundred by the end of the third quarter. Cool. That's a I really want to watch that fourth quarter when it's a 21 yeah. point game. It's like, come on, what are I'm, I'm glad like I'm like the old me used to watch every single minute of NBA playoff basketball. And I am so glad I didn't invest one minute into this game. I just, I'm going to lose some money, which sucks. Yeah, it's disheartening. And God, we sound like a bunch of old complainers, every podcast now. Oh, these old guys that <laughs> hate the modern NBA. They hate baseball, home run or strikeout. God, we probably sound like we suck. Well, no, because we, we grew up before all these BS rules where people yeah. would just literally put their blood, sweat, and tears into it. And now they just put their... I don't know. I'm, I don't want to say anything too crude on here, but it's just so desensitized now. It's pathetic. It's too right. bad. Yeah. It's definitely too bad. The other thing that's too bad is the start by both dads teams in the battle of the dads. We're going to take a quick break and we'll talk about <laughs> what in the world is going on with this. All right, we're back. It is June 7th on the day that we are recording. So this is the seventh day. Uh, so the end of our first week of our Battle of the Dads competition where we had Kmart and Bucket Boy against Chris and Joe Ham, Guys, it has not exactly been a stellar start for all of us collectively. Now, when we first came up with this idea, the whole point was to kind of show different handicapping styles of different guys And really just hopefully the goal is who will profit more by the end of one month. Not necessarily one team wants the other one to lose. We want both teams to win. We want to make fade you look good and just see who can win more. And one weekend, uh, (laughs) we have one team who has not had a profitable day other than a 0.2 unit gain. And that team mm. is down is 10 and 14 down 3.85 units. That's team mud. And I want to talk and give you guys a chance to briefly talk about what the team names mean. Cause people are probably wondering that. And then we have another team that actually had one very good day where they went three and O and gained almost four units. And in spite of that is still down nearly 10 units. That's team SCM. 
So, Kyle, you go first. What the fuck? So, Team FCM <laughs> obviously sounds, stands for Team Slum. Come on. <laughs> That's not what it is. It's not what it is. So, Neil and I met at the South Coast Metro Courtyard, so SCM. Um, so, we kind of just did a play on there. I don't know. We, we were looking good going into Friday. We were up units, not looking to give it all back. Had a really bad Friday. And then I was playing golf Saturday, and I was like, Neil, here's my only play. <laughs> like, I'm just too busy. So I gave him a losing basketball play, and he had a really bad day in baseball. So that just capped off Friday night, too. And, God, what was it yesterday? I sent out to oh. our, our dad's thread, hey, Hawks money line. You know, a couple days before, like, hey, let's all, let's all bet it. But I was – sitting in traffic going to Oceanside to meet up with some friends and just, you know, you don't want to be around me in traffic. Nope. And it's all just to see some piece of shit big rig that got set on fire. It's just like, come on, man. And then and then after we pass that I get pissed off because northbound then is is clogged just because everybody wants to sit and stare at it. It's just unbelievable. I hate people. Thanks anyways, COVID. But um <laughs> yeah. So I you know uh, we're down 10 units and it's essentially from the last three days. So, I mean, it is what it is. Nothing we can do. Um, I was feeling good about today's card, but now that the bucks are putting massive diarrhea all over it, um, got to hope, got to hope the other three win. I mean, I said when I posted out my plays three and one, uh, and the bucks are on mine. So I guess that's the one loss. Um, cause I'm very confident in, in the rest of them. Well, what I was going to say is, look, you, you guys are on a 1-11 and 11 run in the last three days. First of all, that's nearly impossible to do. Secondly, <laughs> I know oh, you bad. guys, I know the way you bet, and I know you both win money. So it's just, it's it's an anomaly. And is it a is it a good time for this to happen right when we start promoting this competition? No, of course not. But one thing that's really important to keep in mind, and Chris, you can kind of echo this too, as we start to talk about what's going on with you and Joe, I mean, look, this is a one-month competition. One month in and of itself is a small sample size, let alone three days. So, yeah, if you want to see minus 9.4 units on Kyle and Neil and start fading their plays, like, you're for, you're probably too late. I mean, I, I'm very confident they're not going to have a week like that again over the rest of the month, let alone the rest of the year. I mean, that's just it, – it has to feel like – on one hand, nothing's going your way, but on the other hand, you're not, you know, you guys are smart guys. You don't make bad bets. This is going to turn around. It's just a matter of when, not if. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. I mean, that, that's almost what I sent out in my post. I was like, I know, uh, you know, I'm struggling, but you probably, you probably missed the window to fade me. Like long-term, it's probably not a profitable decision, no. but hey, ride it, ride yeah. it. And I, I'd love if people were like, hey, fading you and then when i start winning it's like yeah please i wish you were i was taking your bets like uh, we take dents <laughs> now chris as bad as the other team has been so far it's not like you guys are lighting the world on fire either you guys have had one profitable day and it was 0.2 units so it's not like you guys have really gotten off the ground either now you're only down 385 at 10 and 14 because luckily you guys are taking i mean team mud is mostly underdogs so mm. you're you're typically only losing yeah. one unit. I think the last two days you guys have gone two and two for plus minus zero units. 
So what's going on with yeah. Team Mud? You guys have just been close, but not quite finding the right dogs. Yeah, and most of the time we've been, I mean, if we if we eliminated a lot of these ones that are really far-fetched, I mean, we've been taking, you know, the Diamondbacks plus 200, the Tigers plus 185, these ones that, like, we're just really hoping that we can land our way and kind of jumpstart us and even get, like, you know, we could turn one bet into two units, and it just hasn't happened. Um, yeah, if we eliminated those and just took our, you know, poopy Rockies the other day and we killed that over with Gant on the mound, he let seven across in a couple innings. So that one was an easy over for us. We just wiped away the positive units with our big dog. So that's what we're doing. Um, you know, just like last year with our baseball, we were real methodical with it and we were okay with going, you know, two and two with a couple plus 140 dogs. We're okay with going two and one and maybe we, you know, we hit one dog lose one of our dogs and then we hit one of our minus 120s we don't like to lay a lot of juice especially on um you know baseball so that's where we're at we're just we just had a mediocre week where we're kind of a little under 500 hitting a few dogs um, but didn't cash any of our big ones we had the marlins blow it in the bottom of the ninth they gave up three or four runs we had a you know two run lead. i think they gave up four they're up five two and this asshole gives up four runs. They lose six, five in the bottom of the nine. So that one hurt because that, that was a big plus 150 dog. So a little stuff like that. We're going to keep plugging away and find good spots here this week. Hopefully we can get positive. And it's so important to keep in mind that there's a long way to go. I mean, six days are down. There's still 24 days left in the month. I mean, as as bleak as it looks now or as kind of a bummer as it looks now let's see what it looks like in a week let's see how much these guys are able to chip away at these deficits get back to get back to even and then get profitable like i've tweeted out on my personal multiple times i have full confidence in these guys to both be profitable by, by the end of the month and if they're not one month is a small sample size guys who do this professionally have bad months bad two month stretches bad three month stretches but it's really about playing it long term and that's one thing we try to stress on this show is people get bent up and really get discouraged after one or two bad days. It's like, well, if you, if you can't handle bad days, you should be betting on sports. Right, Kyle? Right. All right. There it is. We'll see what happens with the picks tonight. I know you guys are both on the Royals. It was really interesting for me to see that both of you guys crapped all over Bundy in your respective text threads. And just for clarification's sake, so people know what's going on. Neither team is aware of the other team's plays. They're sending them to me privately. So I'm kind of just the, the silent moderator. I'm kind of able to listen to some of the chatter between both teams, but it's obviously not getting shared with the other team. So when both teams have two similar plays like today, it's always a little bit amusing to me, uh, but different yeah. commentary on each one. Like, I mean, somebody, Neil was all over this Royals pitcher. Uh, who's had some really good numbers in the minors while Chris and Joe are just shitting all over Bundy talking about how bad Bundy's been for years on the Orioles and now on the angels. And so that was kind of a funny one. I will I was kind of, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not going to ever lay 150 or 160 with the angels. I missed the sharp line move. I was kind of hesitant because I saw some line move to the angels. So that scares me a little bit. And I guess there's more tickets on the Royals, but I wasn't going to, my partner, really wanted to hammer it. So I'm not going to stand in front of a, a nice dog and hopefully it cashes, but I'm a little weary, but uh, hopefully we can get this one. Yeah. It would be nice for both of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hit that, that plus. Cause I'll, I think Joe even was talking about it last night, like in the Royals, 
and it was 115. And then today I looked this morning and it's 140. So Chris, to your point, yeah, it seems like the Royals is kind of a trendy dog play today for a lot of people, but the line has moved towards Bundy for some reason. I I don't know. I The only thing I can think of is that there are people like Adam, our friend top flight out there who just are stubborn and still believing in the angels and just think that they can't be nearly as bad as, as they have been, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he's on the, uh, under he's on the under tonight. So he thinks it's going to be, which I said, hopefully Bundy isn't scum. So, uh, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm at the grabbing a marg and I got an angel fan in front of me. He goes, Bundy's 0 and 6. It's like, yep. <laughs> so <laughs> everybody knows that. Yeah. Exactly. So the guy making his debut, hopefully they can both pitch okay and keep it low. <laughs> you know, so, um, but yeah, we got Den on the, uh, the over here. Uh, it's looking, they've only scored 90 points with three and a half minutes left. That He's got to get to one, I think is 116 and a half. So they've got to go on a tear here. Hopefully we get to, get the unge here on the first half and then keep that pace for a second. Bucks are just shitting the bed here. They're down 24. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Just another three. It looks like down 27. <laughs> so, holy shit. Oh, man. Isn't the NBA awesome? Isn't it awesome? You want to take the dog or you want to take the uh, the under? Oh, wait. It's hard to pick and choose. So, looks like it Jesus. might be next to under today. Wow. All right. We'll get out of here so Chris can go play softball and uh, maybe, hit, maybe hit one out for us for the dads. Hey, hit one out. I need some confidence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back later this week. I know we want to talk about what's going on in Major League Baseball. We're going to get Neil on for that one. So keep an eye out for another pod later this week. And let's go Team SCM. That does not stand for scum. They will improve. They'll get better. Let's go Team Mud and, and let's find some winners, guys. Let's go. Chris, you bet on the Marlins. Just remember, if you bet on poop, sometimes... You just may get poop. Yeah, yeah.